Hello and welcome back to United United. This is episode 34. It's match day 23 of the Premier League for, for some clubs, that is. And it's me, Jem. And Dave is with me again. Dave, hello. Hi, Jem. How are you? Uh, yes, I'm good, thanks, Jem. I'm not too bad. How, how's good. things with you? Yeah, I'm very good, Dave. Thank you. I'm very good. Uh, and well, I'm sure I'm sure you're wondering why I'm very good. <laughs> yeah, why are you? Why are you very good? Well, Dave, I, I, I can't think. It's 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 been a good week. Okay, um, you know, two games for Man United this week. Oh. Uh, I'm just going to go for the, to the first game just to mm-hmm. cover this quickly. Uh, you know, we had a game away at the Brentford Community Stadium. Mm-hmm. Against a team that I respect, respected. Um, notice I say respected. <laughs> um, you know, we go down there, we get a 3 1 win. Okay. We were awful in the first half, Dave. Uh, first half, I was watching, I was thinking, this is pathetic. This is ruining my night. <laughs> they always ruin my weekends. They always ruin my evenings. I just can't deal with it anymore. Second half, we're a new team, Dave. Um, three goals, and then we bring Harry Maguire on and concede a goal. So um, that's that's you, you know that's the that's the story of the of the <laughs> night, really. But I was talking about Brentford in the previous episode, Dave, and I was talking about Thomas Frank, the manager. Yeah. Uh, I was saying how much I liked him and all this. I'm going to backtrack because I was disgusted in his post-match <laughs> press conference, Dave. Uh, all I can say is Man United live rent-free in Thomas Frank's head. Um, he just couldn't take it. You know, I'm so proud of my players. We are the smallest team in the league. Little Brighton and Man United have to change the tactics against us. You know what, Thomas? All right? This is the Premier League. It doesn't matter how small or big the club is. Anyone can play against anyone in this league, okay? Um, unless you're Norwich. Uh, and I'll tell you what really wound me up, Dave, about <laughs> Thomas Frank's uh, comments. You go on, tell me. You know, he's bringing up £72 million Jaden Sancho, who can't even get a bit of privacy at his auntie's funeral that night. You know, Thomas Frank is bringing up Sancho, and oh. that made me feel sick. So... Right. I think he owes everyone an apology. He owes Jaden Sancho an apology. Uh, and he owes me an apology, Dave, because I believed in him. I actually gave him a chance and I said, you know, I, I respect this manager. And, um, you know, he's just let me down like that, Dave. I, you know, there's a lot of Man United fans that weren't happy with him after his comments. Uh, me being one, as you can tell. Yeah. And it's just, just disrespect, Dave. So I'm glad we beat them. We, I'm glad we battered them, actually. And, um, you know, I know Ronaldo had his little hissy fit when he got subbed off. But, you know, that's that's part of the game. When you've got when you're such an elite winner like he is, um, it's fantastic to see it, Dave. It's absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, if we lost the game, I would have been fuming at him, as you know. But, uh, you know, we've got a rare win. And, yeah, we we... Well, I'll tell you what we are after I uh, talk about the next game. But, Dave, <laughs> I believe, you know, it was a big weekend uh, for, for, for United United as a podcast, for us as, as hosts, and for our listeners, Dave. Um, 
And I want to come to you for Manchester United's second game because I believe they played a team that you know quite well. <laughs> well, Jim, we were playing a team from the northwest, uh, a team called Man United. Mm, that's it. Man U, Man Ura. And <laughs> it was, um, I did watch quite a bit of this game, Jem. I found uh, a way of watching it that I won't go into. But anyway, I was watching a bit of this game. And um, it was, frankly, two seventh place teams cancelling each other out, is what it looked like. Two struggling mid table teams, upper mid table teams. And uh, it was all set for a, a nil nil. And then, Jem, I don't know what we were doing. Bowen on the right, tried to beat his man, trying to win the game, Jem. That's what West Ham are all about, trying to win the game. Yep. Lose the ball. Ball gets chipped up towards your players. And our defender, uh, Brian Fredericks. Great flick on. <laughs> has a chance to just clear it. There's there's a sort of theme, isn't there, running through football. Any player with the name Fred in their surname. It's ringing alarm bells, isn't it? Anyway, he manages, as you say, to flick it on to a Man U player. And then it's all perfectly set up for, I think it was, um, who was it passed to who? Was it Martial? Passed Martial to passed to Cavani, I think. Oh, yeah, you I, I mean, I haven't watched it 50 times. I mean, no. you have to correct me if I'm wrong. But Martial passed to Cavani. And it was clearly offside, Gem, that pass. It was a clear, <laughs> clearly offside. And then Cavani um, hits it over. West Ham basically stopped playing at that point. Cavani hits it over and, you know, Cresswell's just thinking, oh, well, he's offside. And um, uh, Rashford, Sir Marcus, taps, his, taps it in. Um, and then it's like, well, clearly they're going to disallow that goal, surely, because it was clearly offside. And then the next thing I know, they're kicking <laughs> off again. And then, uh... And then retrospectively... VAR come out after the game and say, oh, no, here's the evidence. Here's the evidence. And honestly, Jem, those lines are crooked, just like VAR is. <laughs> Absolutely crooked. It's all favouring the big clubs. Sky TV need their top four with Man United in it because, you know, they've got a lot of fans down in the southeast here and they want they want to make sure they get those subscribing to their sort of TV service. And um, it's just it's corrupt. It is corrupt, Jem. What happened there? And I am, I am, to use one of your words, disgusted by the whole, <laughs> by the whole, by the whole thing. Disgusted. We were robbed. I feel robbed. Um, and to be honest, Jem, I'll come back to this, but it capped a bad, bad, bad week. Yep. Which I'm going to come back to. Yep. Well, I'm glad um, you picked up on Bowen because obviously. You know, he's been linked with a few moves. And maybe it was Man United he was linked to because it was a great touch on the ball to put it into Telles's path um, <laughs> just before Telles flicked the ball over Fredericks or you know, onto his head. Two Fredericks, which, yeah. Two Fredericks, which Fredericks very kindly uh, flicked onto Ronaldo. Uh, you know, <laughs> VAR, Dave, is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> because... <laughs> I remember you saying to me they didn't even show it live, and that's true yeah. they didn't. So what uh, is your conspiracy that 
they didn't show that so that they could edit Cavani, you know, <laughs> a few steps back so that he was in line, put the official VAR line on and say, oh, yep. onside after the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so okay. That's how it works. So VAR are now editing uh, <laughs> players. Well, away they are from Jim. the line. I tell you, I tell you, they are, they are because they've got to cover up for the referees' blunders <laughs> and mistakes. So they've got to make it. They've got to try and agree with the referee. I mean, we're going to have this is going to be a running theme through this podcast today about the way VAR and the referee are consistently having to cover up for each other's mistakes. It, it is a joke. I mean, we'll get we'll get on to some other decisions in other games. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, Dave. I'm going to have to disagree because refereeing is fantastic. VAR is brilliant. <laughs> uh, you won't hear me say anything different to that, okay? I'm sure. I'm sure I won't. No. So, well, you know my you know my position on VAR, Gem. I, I it's you know the the the, the actual technology itself, Gem. I, I'm fine. We, we need technology in football. It's the we need that technology in football. We need to get the decisions right. It's the muppets behind the scenes operating this stuff. <laughs> that are the people at fault. And you're never going to hear me agreeing with the way VAR is being implemented, Jim. Um, <laughs> you'll never hear that because I'm I'm just sick, sick up to the top of my head, Jim, as you would say. Yep, top of my head, yep. Top of my head with the way VAR is being implemented. It's favouring the big teams and yep. I'm fed up with it. Well, like you said, we will come back to VAR, Dave. Um, you, you mentioned Muppets, uh, <laughs> and I mentioned a Muppet in the Brentford game, Maguire, when he came on Brentford scored, scored a yeah. goal I want to mention another Muppet along with Maguire for the West Ham game that's Maguire and Mikel Antonio, two Muppets playing against each other and I've got to say Dave, Maguire absolutely dominated Antonio that game I mean Maguire turned into Nemanja Vidic for the day uh, there was a couple of tackles on Antonio from from Maguire and Antonio. You know, Antonio did that thing with the Watford player to make him look like he was the big man of the team. Uh, Harry Maguire just sat him down, really. Let's be honest. So Maguire is back. Maguire is back to his best. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Sorry, that just sounds funny. Uh, well, you you're wondering what his best is. Is that right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And post-match, Dave, you know, that brilliant performance from our uh, our number one centre-back at England and our number one midfielder, Declan Rice, at England, <laughs> was absolutely loving it post-game. I think uh, in one of his interviews, Dave, I think, let me just get found the quote here. I love playing at Old Trafford. It's one of my favourite grounds. I've always said this. The atmosphere is amazing. I mean, if that's not setting up a move for, uh, for for the for the summer, I think they call it um, twerking for Man United, Dave. I think that's what he's doing. Twerking. <laughs> oh, the mind boggles. But I'm guessing you'll be telling me next he's taking tips from Paul Ince on how to uh, engineer a move. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how far back you go, Jen. But if you remember. Uh, Paul Ince decided he f- was playing for West Ham, decided he wanted to move to Man United, and the way he engineered it was to pose in the papers wearing a Man United shirt. <laughs> well, you <laughs> never he, know. While he was still playing for West Ham. It, 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 got, it got the deal done. So, yep. But uh, basically, my, my final words on this, Dave, are 
And there's no, you know, mockery intended here, but this is um that Man United are absolutely massive. The treble is on. <laughs> Man United are back. <laughs> well, the treble might be on, Jem, but you you're not in the quadruple and we the quadruple is still we're hanging by thread. It's hanging by thread, Jim. <laughs> Particularly with our next game coming up in the FA Cup, but it's um, we are still on for the quadruple, and that's one thing you can't say, Jim. That's very true. But uh, I, you know, well, well, I've got one more thing to say, actually, Dave. We love last-minute drama in uh, in our games. Takes me back to the uh, Mark Noble penalty uh, back in October, I think it was uh, September. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What is it about these games and last-minute incidents? And, that's, and and what is it about these games and last minute incidents and me being on the wrong end of them? <laughs> uh, well, at least you get your FA Cup win against the uh, Carabao Cup win against us this season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh. Okay. Um, have you got anything else to um, you know vent about West Ham, Dave? You didn't really you know attack anyone there. Um, you you must think you put on a good performance, so. Like I said, Jim, two average teams cancelling each other out. Um, if that is the height of your ambition, if that's, you know, I know it's a lot of Man U fans getting very excited about this, but you've just, beat, you've just beaten an average Premier League team. That's all you've done. One average team, Premier League team scores a lucky last-minute winner against another one. That's the headline. Uh, and everyone's celebrating as if you've won the league. That's, I that's remember a couple. It, that's what it's come to. A couple of months ago, I always said, how on earth did Man United beat that West Ham <laughs> <laughs> We did. We did. And let's see what we'll be saying in another couple of months. Yeah. So, no, I've got nothing else to say. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to attack the team. It's just, okay. we, we did our best. That's, that's fair enough, Dave. But, um, I guess that brings me on to my, um, my second team oh, yeah. um, for the week. I had two again. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think we'll get, we'll get these out of the way, Dave, and then we'll come to your... Yeah. Second teams, so we, you know, we can keep a bit of structure and obviously jump in if you feel that you'd like to. Um, well, basically, I was an Arsenal fan for the second time in a week, uh, last week, a bottom null, bottom null, a gunner. Uh, and Dave, I prefer not to speak, I don't <laughs> want to make any comment on this game except for I was on the other end of a 2 0 defeat to Liverpool, Liverpool which we'll come on to. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's just Arsenal, isn't it, Dave? I think you had something to say about Arsenal. Not much. I mean, that that was just a terrible game. And um, Arteta must go. I mean, that's as simple as that, Jim. Mm. Uh, I haven't got much else to say about them. No, it was, just, yeah, it was the Arteta thing I was looking for, really. And <laughs> You know, I, I've always praised Arteta, Dave. I you mean, have. I don't know how he can pull out a nil-nil uh, draw at our field in Liverpool with 10 men in the first leg and then just go and be so flat in the second game. But obviously they miss Xhaka. Xhaka's presence. <laughs> Even when he's been sent off, they still feel his presence on the pitch. So mm. I must have missed him. Uh, and Dave, I want to come on to the second team. Second, second team of the week. Mm. Um, and I just want to introduce a new listener. Uh, a friend of ours, Ian. Ian, yeah, welcome, Ian. Hello, Ian. Uh, he was very quickly catching up uh, on the episodes, so fair play to you, Ian. Yeah, he's listening to them all for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've made it this far, let, let's hope, at, at some point. And um, 
you know, Ian is a big Crystal Palace fan. Yep. As we know. Uh, and luckily, I got to support Crystal Palace at the weekend, Dave. Yeah. As they come up against uh, Liverpool. And, you know, I was really looking forward to this game, Dave. They've got a great manager, Patrick Vieira, who, well, there's a bit of uncertainty towards your uh, views of Vieira. But... Well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll um, hold my opinion. See, let's, you talk to me about what he's done against Liverpool and then I'll, I'll make my mind up, Jim. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting, Dave, to be honest. If we go back to that word, disgusting. Uh, I mean, Liverpool are a disgusting team. Hmm. I mean, for the first... Uh, was it the Oxlade-Chamberlain goal? There's an offside. Firmino yeah. interfering with play. If Firmino's not there, going for the ball, I think Tariq Mitchell can probably go and uh, sit on Oxlade-Chamberlain and make sure that ball doesn't get to him. Yep. But because Firmino's interfering... Uh, you know, they don't, they don't even see that, and that that takes me back to my point earlier, Dave, uh, about VAR, uh, how great it is, and you know, the officials, how great they are as well. Fantastic from them, Dave. Absolutely fantastic. You know, they've got such great vision of the game, such great knowledge of the game. They they deserve every bit of credit they get. Uh, and I'm sure no one can see how sarcastic I'm being here. <laughs> um, well, and then you said VAR, you know, in the Man U game, you said they were doing their job, but damn, it's, it's hard to defend this one. I mean, different circumstances, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I mean, after after this, Dave. I mean, second half, even a bit of the first half, we destroyed Liverpool. Absolutely yeah. destroyed them. Yeah, uh, I think it's Michael Elise. He destroyed Robertson. Uh, you know, I was waiting for a Vieira and Klopp fight on the touchline. You know, that that would be lovely to see. We'd see Klopp get absolutely beaten up by Patrick Vieira on the touchline. Uh, and it was just, just the ball just wouldn't go in the back of the net, Dave. You know, Mateta chance at the end, Elise yeah. smacking him in from every angle. And we got a goal back, Dave. You know, yep. we pulled one back from 2-0 down and we looked like we were going to go and get a goal in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, you had a chance, didn't you, where the guy nearly chipped it over over Yes, Allison. yes. I mean, what an effort that was. Yep. You know, Van Dijk and... Uh, I, th- I can't re- I think Matip got subbed off, did he? Or was Matip still on? I can't remember. It might have been Matip, yeah. But Van Dijk, you know, being sort of exposed for his poor defending again. Yep. Allison in man in no man's land, and it was nearly a great, great finish. Uh, I can't remember who the lad was now. Uh, maybe it was Schlupp. I can't remember. But I mean, everything just fell down in the 88th minute, Dave, when Diogo Jota uh, decided to cheat. And not only did he cheat, the referees cheated, VAR cheated, and. They overturned the referee's decision of Jota running into the goalkeeper as the ball went out of play and they gave a penalty. And Fabinho converted the penalty and Liverpool went on to win 3-1. Disgusting, Dave. VAR is a joke. The referees are a joke. <laughs> they don't deserve to even step foot on the pitch. 
That was one of the worst decisions I have seen since VAR has come in, Dave. I've got to say. Jota has changed the direction of his run to make contact with the goalkeeper and buy the referee out. I mean, the ref is not strong enough to keep his own decision on the field. How is that clear and obvious? Someone explain that to me, please. So, Dave, I mean, I've never been a fan of VAR and referees. Uh, never, ever. And that, that made me sick. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Dave. But... Well, I think, you know, you'll agree with me, Jim, that that was one of the worst decisions that we've seen in VAR since... Um... Oh, what's the last one that comes to mind? The uh, do you remember? Do you remember that game at, on Saturday afternoon, the Man U West Ham game, with that really dodgy offside that wasn't offside? It's one of the worst decisions since then, Jem, as, as I think we can both agree. And you're right, Jem. It's the corruption. It is the corruption because Sky Sports they need their they need their battle for the title. You know, City are running away with it, but um, you know, if we can keep Liverpool in the in the hunt. And it, it, it keeps the viewers subscribing, doesn't it? So that's why that was given, Jem. Um, that goal, that penalty was given. Uh, and as you say, Jem, it is ridiculous, isn't it? Because VAR found a reason. Uh, it was Craig Paulson, I think, was on the other end of that. Yeah. And I've heard some stuff about Craig Paulson was also, I think, the ref or on VAR duty, one of the two. Yeah. The um, Was it the City-Newcastle Newcastle yeah. game? Yep. Where... Um, Edison wiped out the Newcastle player. Yep. Uh, and I think the, the excuse VAR gave was the ball wasn't in the vicinity. I think we had a discussion about that, didn't we? Yep. Um, and that wasn't given as a penalty. And this time, uh, similar, well, a much worse, much more ridiculous situation. And he gives a penalty. Yep. And like you say, the referee overturned his own decision. Yep. I'd love to see a referee go over to that screen and say to VAR, you don't know what you're talking about. Right, <laughs> you tell me what you're talking. What, what are you doing, idiots? In VAR, I've I've seen it. It's not a penalty. It's staying as not a penalty. But he couldn't do that because nope. they, they, they all have to collude, Jem. Because they can't. None of them need. To, none of them want to look stupid. So they all have to collude. So if one says, "Oh, I think that's wrong," then they've all got to agree. So um, it is a conspiracy, uh, and it is not good enough, Jem. Nope. And. Uh, you know, VAR, I'm never going to agree with it, Jem. I'm never going to agree with the way they're implementing it. They're getting it wrong time after time after time. Yep. And something's got to be done about it, and soon. You know what? I just feel sorry for Ian, Dave. Uh, this, you know, this is the first episode that, you know, we've, we've, we've mentioned it. Yep. Uh, you know, we'll be talking about Palace now, that we've got a Palace listener. Yeah. Uh, and... It's just, it's just a massive shame, Ian, that you've got to, um, you've got to go through this. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Vieira ball to me is one of the best balls in football. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gutted for Vieira and and Palace and Dave. I just miss the days, you know, when when football was a bit of a shock. You know, there was a level playing field. You know, I don't enjoy this. Man City, Liverpool dominating the league. It's getting boring. I miss the days, you know, when when Leicester, a team that everyone loved. I think you're a big admirer of Leicester, Dave. Um, uh, you know, everyone loved them, and we're not getting that anymore. I'll tell you what, Jem, that you do take me back there. Um, you do do take me back because that brings that takes me all the way back to 2016. Ah, uh, those were the days, weren't they? Uh, where Leicester, do you remember that? Where they 
they confounded everybody, didn't they? And what a season that was, Gem, 2015-16. Yep. Uh, and they, they won they won the league. And what was the most brilliant part about that, Gem, was they stopped Spurs winning the league. Oh, yep, yep. And, uh, you know, one of the fixtures this week, um, Chelsea Spurs, reminded me of that because that was that fantastic tool. Oh, yes. Do you remember that denied Spurs the victory that meant Leicester won the yeah. league? Battle at the bridge. Battle at the bridge where, yeah, there was all sorts of all sorts going on, wasn't there, in that game. Uh, Spurs lost their heads. And it, what, yeah, so took me right back, Jem. You take me right back there to Leicester. Love Leicester. What a fantastic team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, while I'm on that, Jim, while I'm while I'm here, I, perhaps I should do my second teams. That I'm yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. So let me have a look. Um, so the first team I was supporting was oh yeah Leicester because oh. I was a Leicester fan. I was a Fox because we were hosting the Foxes. We were hosting um, Spurs. Actually, that's perfect. Oh, perfect. Absolutely perfect, Jim. You know, love Leicester. Fantastic to see them. Uh, Dispatch Spurs, uh, weak team Tottenham, and I actually watched this on the telly. Yep. I watched this. I invested fully in this gem, and Leicester got themselves in front. I think uh, Kane scored a lucky goal uh, to make it. Yeah, to make it one all, and, uh, and Leicester got back in front, and it, we were we were heading for a win, gem. That it was five minutes of injury time to be played. The clock was on 94 minutes and 50 seconds. The points are in the bag, Gem. And then guess what happens? Tell me what Le- happened, Dave. Leicester managed to concede a late goal. Bergwijn scores. Now, one thing I'm going to say about this goal, Gem, back to VAR. This wasn't mentioned at the time, but there's a Spurs player involved in this move in the box who puts his arms up, the listeners can't see what I'm doing, puts his arms up as the ball gets ricocheted and it bounces off his arms into Bergwijn's path, who scores. VAR didn't even get involved in that. What? It's, it's another conspiracy, Gem. Um, it's, everything's corrupt. So well, I think, why Spurs? Oh, who, why conspiracy? Yeah, yeah okay. it's, hard, it's hard to know, isn't it? Um, it's hard to fathom that one. So they drew 2-2, basically. So, yeah, it's a two-all draw, and I was about to switch the TV off. But I thought I'd just watch the, you know, the kickoff because they're just going to kick kick off, and the ref's going to blow his whistle, yeah, right? Yeah. So they kick off uh, Leicester. Um, Tielemans tries to pass it forward. I think Kane intercepts it, or it comes to Kane through ball to Bergwijn, who then rounds the keeper and scores the winner, three-two. Um, that point, Gem, I'm physically sick. Uh, I am. I'm just sitting here. I can't tell you, Leicester, bottle, bottle job. What a terrible team, Jem. Useless. They've ruined, oh. my, they've ruined my week. I mean, it was already a bad week. We lost to Leeds last Sunday. <laughs> then Leicester have done this to me. Oh, I can't stand God. Leicester. I mean, what have Leicester ever done? <laughs> they are, Jem, they are just bottlers. That's what they are. They, they'll never win anything with Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> In fact, I'm surprised I've ever won anything. What have they ever won, Leicester? Terrible, terrible team. Let me down so badly. And I just felt physically sick. I sat here thinking, I'm just, that's the end. That's the end of football for me. So, I mean, so fed up with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I was acting like I didn't watch this game because I did. Uh, <laughs> and I have to agree with you, Dave. Even I felt sick as a neutral, well, slightly biased towards Leicester, but. Like I said to you, Dave, and like you've just said, biggest bottle jobs in the league. Mm. Uh, 
they are. You know what? I'm going to tell you who annoys me the most out of them. What? It's Casper Smichael. He's got this big personality, thinking he's the best. Well, he's not at all. He hasn't got a brain. Okay, <laughs> because if he had a brain, he would have took down Bergvine on that um, final attack where yeah. Kane played Bergvine through. He would have shoved him to the floor, took the red card if he had to. Yeah. But he's a bit scared of that, isn't he? So he's not the big man that he thinks he is. So Kasper Smichel, you are an idiot. You are an absolute idiot. And then he's trying to push someone off the ball uh, for the, when the equaliser went in. You yeah. know, trying to grab the ball, saying like, oh, we need to go back upfield and score. Then Tielemans picks up the ball <laughs> and loses it in midfield. What are you doing? What oh, are they doing? What are they? Just take the draw. Take take your medicine and take the draw. And then, Jem, just 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 to finish on my rant about Leicester. So I just noticed they played um, the other day, didn't they? They played, um, yeah. and they were playing uh, Brighton. Yes, was it Brighton? It was Brighton, and they went one 0 up. Yeah. And honestly, Jem, I think that was on Sunday because I was I was looking at that that score coming in, thinking. I need to get my money on a one-all because this is what Brighton do. Yep. And sure enough, it was so predictable, <laughs> wasn't it? And who is our friend Mope puts yep. the in? Yeah. And I think it was Welbeck of all people. Big Danny. Big Danny. Big Welbs. Yeah, with a powerful header. Beats Michael at his near post to, to just emphasize your point. Mm. Michael just stands there and watches it go in. Um, and they bottled that one as well. So less bottle jobs. Terrible team. Can't can't have anything to do with them, Jem. Can't support them. Don't like them at all. Ruined my week. Absolutely ruined my week. Yep. So that was um that let's was... just let's just reiterate it again, Dave. They conceded two goals to Spurs in a minute. <laughs> two goals to Spurs in a minute. So forget Brighton. Brighton played good football. They've got a good manager. Spurs. Yeah, this was Spurs. This was so. Spurs. Spurs you lost to Leicester you should be hanging your heads in shame every Leicester player should be hanging their heads in shame for that one absolute disgrace um, so I'm going to go on to my next uh, second team because I had two second teams this, this week and I think I mentioned yep. it earlier back to supporting Chelsea oh, the Blues you love Chelsea I do love Chelsea Jem I do love Chelsea I love Thomas Thomas Tuchel I love um, who else do I love? Who's who plays for them, Jim? Oh, who plays for my team? <laughs> Mason Mount, fantastic player. You've got uh, we've got Lukaku up front. We've got um, oh, lots of lots of players, Jim. We've got mm. lots of players. Alonso has another one. Yeah, Ziyech. Yeah, and um, what um, one thing I'll say about this game, Jim? You know, it was it was quite a tight first half. I did watch first half and mm. it was quite a tight first half and then there's this incident where Kane um, Kane gets the ball, it's passed into him and he turns and scores but the referee has noticed a shove on Thiago Thiago Silva yep, 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 yep. and correctly in my opinion um, uh, says no goal foul yep. by Kane and Kane wants VAR involved. So VAR, review it. And, you know, I've always said this about VAR, Gem. I just love the way they implement things because they <laughs> stuck to their guns and agreed with the referee. They didn't send him over to the monitor and all that nonsense and said, no, no, it was a foul. It's no goal. 
no goal. And that's what we want to see from VAR, Gem. And that's, you know, I love VAR. I love the way it works. I love the way it operates. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just superb. It was just superb. Great teamwork by the referee and VAR yep. to, to not uh, overturn that. And, you know, Kane was sort of moaning, oh, it was only a little push and blah, blah, blah. To be honest, Jim, I've seen the replays and all I can say is I hope Thiago's okay. I really yep. do. Because that was savage from Kane, that push yep. in the back. And he went down sort of head first, didn't he, into the grass. And I hope he's all right, Thiago. Yep. Um, my best wishes go to him and the whole of the Chelsea team because they went on to win 2-0. Uh, fantastic goal from, uh, who was it? Ziyech, was it? Yep. Scored an incredible goal into the top corner um, and Spurs were, yeah, they were dead and buried. And it just shows what a terrible team Spurs are, which shows what an even more terrible team Leicester are for losing to them. Yep. Um, so in the end, Gem, that was the one redeeming feature of my footballing week this yep. week. So I think that's, so, so is that, you've been a Chelsea fan for about three weeks now and I think you've got three from three, right? I have, yeah. Ch- Chelsea, Gem, have done me proud. I love Chelsea. Um, yep. Great team. Uh, West, My West London team, Jim. You know, I've got an East London team and a West London team, as it should be, you know, in football. We, in London, you know, we're all good friends. We're all good friends and we're, we're allowed to support two or three teams. And so, yep. you know, I'm a, I'm a blue one week. I'm a, I'm a hammer the next week. Um, and that's, we all live in harmony and that's yep. the way it should be. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, you know, something cheered you up, Dave, this, uh, <laughs> this week in football. It needed to. It needed yep. to. And I just want to um, just finish just by welcoming Ian to the podcast. And, you know, one thing to say about Ian, apart from being a Crystal Palace fan, um, he's also, he's a former part of a, um, an international uh, team, uh, international gold medal winning team, actually, that we don't like to talk about. But he was formerly part of that group as well, wasn't he? Yes. I just want to mention that. We don't like to talk about it, though. We don't. We don't mention the fact that we were part of a gold medal winning team back in uh, back in August last year, do we? Um, we don't mention that. And um, just on Vieira, um, he will still be gone by Christmas, Jem. Oh, and I've been saying that for a while, haven't I? Be, be, he'll be gone by the end of the season, Jem. Uh, you know, he's. I'm not. I'm not on board with this Vieira ball thing. Uh, so, Ian. If you've got anything to say about that, uh, you know where we are. Well, I'm still with you, Ian. Uh, I believe in Vieira and Palace. Uh, Dave, this this um, this probably takes us on to, I think we've covered pretty much everything apart from our next games and our most frustrating person. Indeed. So we've still got quite a bit left. But um, <laughs> yeah. big my week. notes are a mess. My notes are an absolute mess this week, Dave. These double game weeks aren't working for me. But you know, we'll be we'll be soon back to normal. I can't um, read my writing, so I'm struggling as well. All over. The I place. guess. I guess we could quickly go through our next games. Uh, so it's going to be an FA Cup round, which we will do a special episode for. Yep. Um, we are in the fourth round, and we have been drawn to. Well, we've been drawn at home against Middlesbrough, mm-hmm. Chris Wilder's Middlesbrough, mm-hmm. who you tell me they've been on a pretty good run since he's come in, Dave. Um, yep. But th- that did come to an end against Blackburn at the weekend. So if if they can't beat you know, little old Blackburn, then <laughs> we're not going to have any problem, are we? 5-0. Uh, 5-0 <laughs> win for Man United. Uh, so we're through to the fifth round. Don't even need to watch that game, Dave, because I'm so confident in the boys after our... Two wins this week. Uh, 
And what about you, Dave? Well, well I just uh... want to say on your game, you know, it's a Friday night game, Jem. Prime time. Yeah, I know you love your, I know you love your evening kickoffs. Um, and what could possibly go wrong, Jem? I mean, you're playing against Mills, but yeah, it's going to be fine. Uh, I mean, it just, that. it just says everything, doesn't it, in their name? Middle. You know, that's what they are. They're a middle-tier team. That's all they are. So, um, yeah. yeah. Whereas that's... you are person-chester United. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Friday night, though, I mean, come on. I'm sick of these stupid kickoffs. And Yeah, that's the reaction I wanted. <sighs> um, now, we, the Mighty Hammers, are away to... Kidderminster. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not laughing at. <laughs> this is going to be a stern test, uh, Jim. Uh, now, one thing I've realised is I haven't actually done any research on Kidderminster, um, except to know that they are the lowest ranked team left in the in the cup. Um, Kidderminster Harriers. Uh, we're going to the Agborough Stadium. The Agbra Stadium in Kidderminster. They're playing in the sixth tier of the Football League system, uh, National League North. Uh, and, Gem, you know, we are flying high at the top of the Premier League, Gem, and these are in the sixth tier. So it's just an obvious, it's obvious what's going to happen, Gem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is, well, yes, it is, actually. <laughs> it is going to be a 1 0. Cup upset on TV, <laughs> on live TV to Kidderminster. It's all going to go horribly wrong. Uh, we are running out of players, Jem. We haven't signed anyone in the transfer window, despite the fact that we we are struggling in defence, midfield and attack. And we'll probably play our youngsters in this game. So expect an upset, Jem. In fact, it'd be more of an upset if West Ham win this, to be frank. Uh, so I'm expecting... Uh, to be miserable again after this, uh, but that's sort of my default position. So, no, uh, Dave, this this is a big test for one big player in, uh, in particular, and that's that's Jan Malenko. Uh, <laughs> I think you know this is this is a game where he's going to get played. He's going to be coming up against players that are at his level. Mm. So um, you know we'll we'll keep an eye on him because I, I feel as though this could be a game where he. Basically, this confirms that he'll be leaving West Ham in the summer because he can't uh, play football against, like you said, the National League Premier Football Club. So, to be honest, yeah. Jim, I was hoping he's going to be leaving this transfer window. Don't tell me we've got to keep him till the summer. <laughs> he's, he's got this game to prove himself, Dave, and he's not going to do that. So, uh, yeah, um, and Antonio as well. Antonio will be playing against players that are his level. So, <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's where he started down at that level. So. You know, I, I've Kidderminster Gem. I don't know if you know that's well a, a renowned place for carpet making. Kidderminster oh, carpets. I didn't know that. So they are known as the carpet men. Um, so we'll see whether we can floor them or whether they will pull the rug out from under us, Gem. Very good. Uh, I just made that up. No, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, also known as the as Kiddy. Uh, the Harriers and the Reds. So we will see who's laughing at the end of this one, Gem. And I suspect it won't be me. So that's my usual pessimistic, um, my usual pessimistic prediction. And I'll go on to my next um, yep. team that I'm supporting in the cup. Yep. Who is Brighton? I'm going to become a seagull yes. 
Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Because I, I can support Neil Mope away at Spurs. And actually, Gem, I have got good feelings about this. Yeah. Brighton are the kind of team, aren't they? They go to Spurs and really frustrate Spurs. Yep. Uh, Mope scores, shushes the crowd. Wouldn't that be great to see? <sighs> uh, Dave, we need that to happen. We just need it to happen. Yeah. Trossard running rings around Spurs. Welbeck maybe scoring a couple. Yeah, Dan Byrne is going to score an overhead kick. Oh, Gem, it's Six got... foot nine centre back. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So four or five nil to Brighton, I think. Um, really looking forward to that one, Jim. That's going to be a classic, classic yep. FA Cup encounter. And who are you supporting as your second team? Well, Dave, I um, oh, <laughs> this is this is an interesting one because this is a team that aren't playing in England, Dave. Oh, they are playing. Uh, well, they're a team from Wales. Okay, and they are going to be travelling to a field in Liverpool. Uh, they are the Bluebirds. Yeah, they are Cardiff, Cardiff City Football Club. Dave, um, fantastic. Really looking forward to this. This should be um, a great game for Cardiff. Great day out for the lads, and they've deserved this, Dave. After you know, tricky couple of years in the Championship. Um, you know, they had that. They had. They they were nearly a Championship team. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's what they could have could have been uh, at one point coming up and down. Uh, you know, owners trying to change the name, trying to change the color of their top, and everything like that. Yep. Uh, and Steve Steve Morrison, ex player. Uh, yep. Is, is our manager ex Millwall? Yeah. We'll forget about that though because um, I'm not a big fan of uh, of Millwall. But well, neither are you actually, Dave. But um. <laughs> You know, we're not doing bad in the championship. We're eighth at the minute. Yep. Um, so I, I expect us to take quite a few fans, be loud, you know, um, outsing them speakers at Anfield, that, or field that they, they put on to make the crowd sound louder. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one, Dave. I'm going to go 2-1 Cardiff, a big shock. You know, I can see Liverpool rotating a lot. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to shock, shock the world, Dave, not just... Not just Wales, not just England. We're going to shock the world. Yeah. Okay, so, looking forward to that one. Uh, and that's that's the next game for me. I tell you what, Jim. I'm looking forward to this FA Cup weekend because I think there could be thrills and spills. Yep. So, that's really good. Um, we've got our most frustrating people to do. Yep. Uh, have you got anybody? I have, Dave. Uh you know, a lot of people have frustrated me this week. Casper Michael, obviously, I got quite passionate about him. I'm not going to get as passionate about this person because I feel like I've had my rants. But this is just confirming to everyone my feelings about this man. Uh, and he is a player that you were supporting um, this week, Dave. And you you actually mentioned him recently. Mm-hmm. If you want to take a guess, if you anyone, anyone in mind do you think I'm going to say? Oh, no, go on. You carry on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say um, Romelu Fraud Kaku. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, look, Kaku, he's a fraud, Dave. He is an absolute fraud. I mean, the guy has trampoline for f- trampolines for feet. <laughs> it's, it's... Isn't that a good thing? Can he not jump high? <laughs> well... Maybe I've not seen him jump. <laughs> you know, he's he, trying all these attempts that he's getting on goal. Trampolines. I don't even know what that means. 
Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain what I mean by that. Okay, every time the ball comes into his feet for that first touch, the yeah. ball rebounds into Rosette. Okay, <laughs> some unfortunate kid in the stand gets hit by a first touch of Lukaku. Unless okay, it's so... a kid trying to invade the pitch, in which case that's a good thing, right? Well, that, yeah, that's 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 great. We know we'll have Lukaku all over the pitch if that happens. Chase <laughs> the kids down with your trampoline feet, but you know, I'm I'm going to give a bit of advice here just before I carry on my <laughs> Lukaku um, rant, Dave. You know, all kids that are going for is it Stanford pitch? We call it. Oh, we Ch- Charlie isn't Charlie isn't a big Charlie fan didn't that find one. that funny. We got to work no, on that okay. one. Okay, well, we're going to call it Stanford pitch for now. Um, you know. I advise all the children that go to these games to wear a helmet, okay? <laughs> uh, and any away fan that's going to the ground, wear a helmet, okay? Just for your own safety. Lukaku is in the stadium, and he may hit you with the football, okay? I don't think it's more, any, there's no may about it, is there? It's more likely to hit you on the head than it is going in the back of the goal. So, I mean, Dave, this has been... You know, I, I've known this guy can't control the ball for the last... Well, three, four years. When he was at Man U, he couldn't do it. Uh, he, he was better when he had long hair and he played in blue at Everton. That's when he was, you know, quite lethal. Yeah, he's, he's, gone, he's gone backwards since then, Dave. Uh, and against Chesterfield, you know, he was having, I think they had three chances in the first 10 minutes, skied all three of them. Mm. Against Tottenham, early on, the ball gets pulled back, he's on his own on the penalty spot, skies it. Yeah. So this guy, you know, he spits his dummy out. Then he decides, oh, no, actually, I need to stay at Chelsea because Inter don't want me back. He he then, you know, says, oh, the fans, I'll, I'll pay you back by scoring loads of goals. I, I, and, and this is what he's done since, you know, he, he's, he's trying to act happy for his teammates scoring, but he's not. You can just see it in his face. You know, he, he wants the goals and he's not going to get them, Dave. Uh, another way that I could uh, describe the way that he plays is he plays football like he's got Timberlands on. Okay, Timberland boots. So that that that's my most frustrating person, Dave. I just I I just can't watch him without just getting angry. I just think, what are you doing? Honestly, just just stop, just stop. You you put yourself into these situations. This is why people dislike you. So he's probably shaking his head. He's probably listening to this. He, he definitely is listening to this now, Dave. Uh, he's thinking, who's this guy? You know, telling me what to do. But just remember, Romelu. I play on Queen's Park on a Monday night and I score seven goals each week pretty much on average. Uh, so if you need any advice on how to finish, uh, you know, just give me a call. We can speak privately, face-to-face if you want. Um, but, you know, stay two metres away from me. So, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's my most frustrating person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's um. That was quite something. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for sharing that uh, with me. Um. God, that is a showstopper. Um. I don't know where to go. I think I I, I will do my most frustrating person. Um. Which is going to be a bit downbeat after that. But I do want to mention a couple of other things before we finish, Gem. Um. There was a couple of weird things happened this week. The um, there was a weird result, wasn't there? Watford nil, Norwich three. Don't know if you saw that game. I, I did see this game, Dave, or at least saw the score. Unfortunately, 
And all I've got to say to that is, what is Dean Smith thinking? <laughs> Has he not read the memo that he was given? <laughs> He's meant to be getting them relegated. The idea is they go down and then they come back up. And that's where that's why they're going to end up in our purgatory league, the yo-yo league. <laughs> so I don't know what he's playing at. I don't know what he's playing at. But as a result of that, one of our predictions came true, Jem. Uh, we've been saying it for a while. I, I've mm. got to say, I've, I, will, I will concede, it wasn't the most difficult prediction to make. No. But we did predict that Ranieri would lose his job at Watford. Almost irrespective of the results. I mean, the fact is he lost, like, what, 13 out of 15 games that he managed. But yep. he could have won 13 out of 15 and been given the sack because that's just what um, Watford do. Um, they just sack the manager about once every three months. So, Ranieri's gone. And um, so, I don't know, that might leave Watford being a, a force now, depending on who they get in, Jem. Um so, you know, will they get a long-term manager in a manager who's going to stick around, who's going to shape them and take them forward? What are your thoughts? Well, never mind my thoughts, Dave. I'd be interested to see what Ian thinks because I believe Ian knows quite well uh, what their new manager could be like. And, you know, it looks like uh, their new manager is going to be Mr. Roy, Roy Hodgson. Wow. So you ask me, do I think long term? I do not think long term. Mm-hmm. I think sacked by the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, Roy is probably just looking for you know a bit more money for his retirement plans. Uh, and fair play to him, I'd, I'd take it. You know, it's a great job at Watford, Dave. You get three months, and then you get a massive payout. So Ranieri, what a great decision that was. Hodgson, he's looked at Ranieri and said. Phew, He's, he's robbing Watford, so I'm going to do the same. So, um, uh, well, like, like we've always said, Dave, they, they deserve to go down. They are yo-yo FC. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's that's it. So that, that game was the yo-yo, a yo-yo derby, wasn't it? That Watford, it's a yo-yo Norwich, derby. It was a yo-yo derby, and Norwich yeah. didn't read the script. They should have drawn that nil-nil, those two teams. <laughs> um, ridiculous. And the other thing I want to mention is the Brentford drone. Now, for any mm. listeners who didn't, didn't hear about this, there was a drone flying above the Brentford... Who were they playing? Was it? Wolves. Wolves. Brentford Wolves game. There was a drone flying above the pitch. And amazingly, the FA have actually got a protocol a drone protocol, mm. which meant all the players had to go off while the drone was, I don't know, shot down or dealt with in some way. Um, just your thoughts on that, Jim? Any any thoughts on what that on that incident really? Well, there's know. been a there's, there's been a lot of talk about TV licensing, hasn't there? And people sorting all that sort of stuff out, but I think it's a brilliant way. You know, go and film the game from your own angle. <laughs> I mean, why is that a disruption? Why, why are they so? Why have they got to stop a game because of that? It's pathetic, Dave. If someone wants to pay a grand for a drone, you know, and film the game from their own angle, they might want to watch it from bird's eye view. Um, now, I, I thought it might be Bielsa doing a bit of research. <laughs> well, well, maybe it'll come out. And I did look this up because I thought, well, maybe they're playing Brentford soon. Um, no. Last game of the season, Jim. They're playing Brentford. Oh, okay. But it could be that he sees that as a relegation six-pointer and he just wants yeah. to uh, get the footage. Yeah. Could have been that. Could have been aliens. That's the other thing. It could have been aliens. 
It could have been robots, Dave. It could have been the robots controlling it. You know, it, perhaps that's it. Maybe yeah. their analysis of referees scanning the body of a referee so that the robots can move like the ref, but not make decisions like the referee. Hopefully, <laughs> so perhaps that's it, Jim. The robots, as we keep warning everybody, the robots will be taking over if we're not careful. And maybe this was just a start of it. The robots sizing up a football match and working out how they would take that over. So some good theories there, Jim, actually. Some good theories, none based on fact, but very good theories. Um, so those were yeah, a couple of little things that I, I noticed. Um, yep. any, any other things you noticed before I get I'm going to finish on my most frustrating person, but any other things you noticed this week? Uh, well, just the light situation. With, it was Norwich and Watford, wasn't it? Mm. That, oh, that yeah. was, yeah, that was a bit of a disaster as well, but um, no, nothing nothing else. I'd, I'd be interested to hear what you've got to say now, Dave. Well, my most frustrating person, and I've, I've, I've had a, I gave this a lot of thought, Jem. Yep. My most frustrating person is me. Um, I've, I've worked out, I've realised, I reflected on my life, Jem, and I've realised I base my happiness on grown men <laughs> running around <laughs> fields kicking a lump of plastic <laughs> uh it was brought home to me by the terrible leicester debacle by the terrible man united var conspiracy <laughs> uh that this is what my life's come to Jem. it's sitting here hoping that grown men will be able to kick a ball in a direction that i'm happy with <laughs> and I think I've just got to take a good, hard, look, good, long, hard look at myself and completely reevaluate my life, Jim, because it is frustrating that I'm putting my happiness on that. Um, <laughs> you know what, Dave? It's a good way to finish because I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners feel the exact same way because that's how I feel usually after my new game. Um, <laughs> look has changed for me, Dave, but you know we're all behind you, Dave. Um, you know. You want to talk about it? I can definitely tell you uh, what it's like to be. Well, I, I can show you what it's like to be a Man U fan if you want. And trust me, when the expectation is so high and the results are so low, um, you know it, it's the hope that kills you, Dave. So it, it is. It is. So thank you, Jem. Thanks for thanks for your support and understanding. Um, I suppose it takes one to know one, doesn't it? I suppose you you know yeah. you, you've been there and you've seen it and. You've got the T-shirt and uh, I'm going through it, Jem. I'm going through it. I'm going through it with a team that, you know, have started to, they started to make me think we could actually be successful. And then you realise actually we've got a paper thin squad. Um, we can't sign anybody. And why, why am I pinning my happiness on that? Yep. Um, so, you know, on that really cheerful note, Jem, on that, Really, real downbeat note. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to say. I can promise the listeners that Dave is all right. It's part of his uh, act on United United. Not, not, not that this is an act, but it's part of um, the pessimistic West Ham United fan. So I, I can assure you he's all all right. I will check on him after this just to make sure. But, um, you know, who wants to be a West Ham fan, really? Let's be honest. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I apologise. <laughs> you know, always look on the bright side of life and it could be worse. You could support Spurs. So, <laughs> Oh, that's cheered me up. 
Uh, okay. And, and, <laughs> I guess on that note, Dave, um, I want to say thank you for listening, everyone, and um, we'll see you for the FA Cup round. See you then. Thank you.